Welcome to episode 29. I am almost home free. I made a commitment that I was going to do 30 podcasts in a row, and this is day 29, so I'm a little bit fired up. And I'm going to start this episode like I do every episode. John 1-1, in the beginning, was the Word, and? The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast, where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to episode 29. If you have not subscribed yet, I'm, I'm not going to beg you, but I'd love for you to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any of this wonderfulness. I'm going to do my best to pull all of the previous episodes, the last four or five, with the spirit, soul, and body, and the spirit realm, and salvation, and try to pull all that together. It's, got, it's awful lot to say grace over in one episode, but I'm going to give it a go. And we're going to go to Colossians because this is based on the Word of God. This whole, uh, this whole podcast, all of this, the whole reason that I'm here is just to encourage, inspire, and empower you to grab hold of the Word of God. It is the sword of the Spirit. It is Jesus. It is the bread of life. It is the water that washes away all of the garbage and gunk out of your head that comes through day in and day out. It's all of those things. And if I can do one thing when you're listening to this, if I can just motivate you to pick up the Word of God, even if you're mad and say, you know, that guy don't know what he's talking about. Pick up the Word of God and prove me wrong. I, I'm for it. I am not against you trying to figure this thing out on your own. The Holy Spirit is right there with you. He wrote every word in the Bible through other people. And I'm here to tell you that I was not one of those people he used to write the Bible. So I'm just like you. I'm opening this thing up. I 29 years, I didn't know God from a billy goat. And 28 years, I have dedicated as best I could my life into trying to figure God out. I have no real clue about God other than I know that he's love. We've got eternity to figure God out. And that's part of what we're going to be doing in heaven is praising and worshiping, and he's going to show us all kind of different facets and angles and things that we never even fathomed. Heaven is going to be so wonderful, and I pray in Jesus' name that if you do not know God, if you're like me in my first 29 years, that you'd go back and you would listen to the gospel message, and I think it's episode 25, and then go back and see about the spirit, soul, and body and I'm just really the whole reason that I'm here, I'm telling you, I didn't know anything about nothing. And I used my whole filter system was whatever the world was feeding me and whatever my friends and family were feeding me. And I told you early on that in my family, we didn't go to church. We lived across the street from a church and we never went to church. So my whole childhood was just taking in you know, what my, my five senses would take in. And I was using the filter that the world was giving me or that my parents were giving me. And, and it was skewed. I mean, they did their best and they were wonderful people and, and still are, but they, you know, they, they were flawed. Like I'm flawed, like you're flawed, but God is not flawed. And if you have based your opinion on God by looking at me or looking at other Christians, I, I want to encourage you, look at the Bible. 
Open the Gospel of John 1.1. Ask the Holy Spirit, even if you don't know him, he knows you. And ask the Holy Spirit, God, what do you want? Are you really real? What do you want me to know about this? And, and that's a pretty decent segue into trying to tie all this spirit, soul, and body lesson together is that we are a spirit, we are a soul, and we are a body, and our body and our spirit are fighting against each other. And that's why you get so much uh, pushback, if, if for lack of a better word, that's why you get so much pushback from the world and why people hate Christians. It's not because, now, there's some, there's some yahoos out there, and people could probably say that I'm one of them, but, you know, most for the most part, people are okay and Christians are trying to do their best. They've got that standard. That's the Bible. And if they open it up and if they try to live by it, that's a pretty, that's a pretty nice standard. If you open the book up and you see what God said, Hey, if you want to do this, love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said these two commands, love your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and love your neighbor as yourself on these two things hang all the law and the prophet. So the way I kind of translate that, and I wasn't even going to talk about that, but if you want to get this down to the cliff notes, if the Bible, love God, love people. And the whole Old Testament is just drawing you to that conclusion that if you will love God and love people, you'll go a long way in this world. And part of the thing is, is, you know, as we walk through this life and we we get all of these different filters and we get all these different input. And I'm telling you, I get irritated and I still pray. I mean, when, when I read first Corinthians 13, the love chapter, I, I just got to tell you when it says love is patient and love is kind, I just got to stop and, and tell God, I just laugh and say, God, I'm nowhere near. I'm nowhere near your kind of love because I get on a street here in in our area, and I know y'all have got one just like it, but I'm anything but patient and anything but kind. You know, that road rage is is real. I've got to pray through, and I, I've got to get myself in, in not a big a hurry, as big a hurry, but it is, it is real. This life we're living, it's real, but the Word of God is real, and it is spirit, and it is life, and it is the truth. It's all of those things, and I just want to encourage you to dig in because God is not a respecter of persons. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. And I want to read out of Colossians. I don't know if you get in that book a lot, but it is a great book. I mean, they're all great books, but it's in Colossians. They try to pull all this together based on the gospel and Jesus dying for you and that everything that God made. I mean, I just listen to this. It is a great it's a great scripture to kind of tie all this, try to tie all this spirit, soul, and body in the gospel, and he died once for all. Everything that we've been talking about in the last four or five episodes, it, it starts off, and I'm in Colossians uh, 1.12, giving thanks to the Father who has, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his Son, of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, 
whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And then we're going to move to 21. And you, who were once alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight if you indeed continue in the faith grounded steadfast and not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. Now, I, I want to tell you, as I'm reading this and as I'm talking into this microphone, all of this spirit, soul, and body, and then spirit realm and the physical realm, and I just wanted you to see all everything that was made that was made was made f- through Jesus. It, Jesus is the word. It was the spoken word that God used to create everything. So you could say, if you want to go down that rabbit hole, you could say that Jesus was was the creator also because he is the word of God. The Holy Spirit was there. I mean, it is so fascinating when you start just meditating on how all this came together and how God pulled everybody and all of us together to to bring this to pass and how Satan is such a punk and he uses his just his, what what he has the tools that he has is deception and it's envy and it's strife and it's all of those things those things those hate this just anger all of it he just brings on you to try to keep you from the love of God and the whole reason I'm here is because God has put such a peace on me and all of this turmoil, all of this, you know, with the COVID-19, you know, all the fear and the doubt and the unbelief, got it. I have such a peace walking through this life that I just wanted to share it with you. I'm nothing special. I'm telling you, it. but it, what has made me different is the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and me just having a communication with God. And so what, what I wanted to do with this podcast is I just kind of wanted to open up my world because, you know, you kind of live in your own little bubble and people, you know, they think that I've got it all together and I, I can't tell you how wrong that is. But what I can tell you is that when I struggle or when I feel something kind of fighting against me, I go to the Word of God. I think back on when my wife was teaching rainbows and she would ask, you know, they would ask the kids in the rainbows it were, you know, like five to seven, the, you know, the cute, cute age were, and they would say, you know, well, who is, who, who does all of these things? And the answer the kids always gave was God and Jesus. And so my answer is always going to be God and Jesus and the word and the Holy Spirit. But you got to dig it out. I've told, I've talked in another episode that we are kings, that God hides the matter. God wants us to grow. God don't want us to be just a little baby. You know, we you are born again when you accept Jesus. We all start at the same spot. We are children. We are babies in Christ. But we want to grow. If you have a if you have a baby, if you have a child, you want that child to grow. But you can't just do everything for that child. You want to, but you know, in order to get this child to grow. You cannot do everything for them. You got to help them learn to tie their shoes. You got to help them learn to dress. You got to teach them how to read and write. You got to teach them right from wrong. All of these things, we are imperfect, but we have a perfect father. 
And you kind of got to look at God through the, when you read the Bible, you can't see an angry God. And that's why I say God is your, that you are God's favorite. Because God, if you start looking at the Bible, at, that God is love and that God is for you and not against you. And you have an enemy and he's a punk, but God is not your enemy. God is your father. And I don't, I, I would love to tell you that, you know, everybody walks through life and has the perfect father and has the perfect parents and has all of that. I know that's not true. And if you're listening to me and your parents were wonderful, they were still imperfect compared to Father God. And if your parents were not so good, they still don't compare to Father God. And to get a true picture of who God is, you have to get in his word. And you have to look at it through the light of God is love. And you got to know what that, that God is love and what love is. And that's found, I think, in 1 Corinthians 13. God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. God does not parade himself. God is not puffed up. God does not seek his own. God is not provoked. God does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. God thinks no evil. He bears all things. He believes all things. He hopes all things. He endures all things. God never fails. Now, I, I went by memory, and I missed. I might have missed a couple of things that God is, that love is, but that's enough to get you started. It's in 1 Corinthians, I think, 13, 4 through 7, where it talks about God, what that God is love and what love, I think, is. And, and then the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those things right there. That's God. So that's the filter. When we start looking at, you know, is is what I'm feeling, is this love, joy, peace, patience, or is this anger, strife, envy, all of those things. And that's how you know whether you're dealing with the physical or the spiritual. And to to try to tie this thing up in a bow, it's it's kind of hard and it's kind of gone a little longer than I want. But God wants you in your spirit, man, to read his word and say, that word is true. Like Abraham, he did not waver at the promise. We can't waver at the promise. When my tooth was hurting, I didn't waver at the promise. I didn't think about how how horrible my tooth felt and how painful that was. I looked at the word of God and I said, Jesus, you took a stripe for this tooth. And by your stripe, I am healed. So Whatever that stripe is, I'm calling on the, the faith and the power and the grace that you did on taking that beating for this tooth, and I commanded my tooth to be healed. Now, it took a minute to get that done, and it took a couple of Advil. God didn't get mad at me because I had to take some Advil because I couldn't, I couldn't sleep and all of that stuff, but I got that thing in Jesus' name. I got that tooth healed, and I'm telling you, it's fine right now. But that's how we, we take the promise of God and we take the word of God and we apply it with our spirit, soul, and body. We take we take what we read and what we hear. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. I've got to say it out loud. And so faith is voice activated. So I start speaking that stuff. And I take and I don't I don't listen to what my body says. My body is is a liar compared to the word of God. My body may be saying, my tooth might have been saying, hey, this is pain. And the nerve was saying, yeah, that's that's pain. And my brain was going, yeah, that's pain. But my body, compared to my spirit, my body is a liar. 
And so with my mind, will, and emotion, it's going to go one way or the other. And I just chose to believe the Word of God, to not back down, and I just kept speaking to that tooth, and I kept commanding that thing to be healed. And I'm telling you, praise God, it is healed. Now, I don't have it all figured out, and I'm telling you, I, I, I'm just giving you my, my example that this is how your, your spirit, soul, and body, your spirit man's going to fight against your body. They're never going to be nice. They're never going to get along. And the fight and the battle is for your mind, will, and emotion, your soul. And so my soul went with the Word of God on this two thing. Now, that does it happen all the time? Heck no. I'm, I am just now barely getting out of my baby stage, and I'm trying to get, you know, I'm 28 years in this Christian walk, but I'm 57 years old. So I've had more time in my body than I've had with the Spirit. And when I first got saved, I had so much junk and so much crap that I had to get out that, I mean, I, I all I was doing was reading and then just confessing, oh gosh, oh my goodness. So that's enough. I'm going to, we're about to episode 30 and I'm going to kind of give a kind of a summary and where we go from here on episode 30. And if you've been here this long, I'm sorry that it's so long, but I had something to say today, I guess. And I thank you for being a part of this. And I look forward to visiting with you on episode 30, my, my last one on the commitment. We're going to figure out what I'm going to do from here, but thank you for being a part. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.